The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 19th of June. In your Squiz today, the latest job stats, former police officer charged in Rayshard Brooks' shooting, making a COVID-safe US Open, and a new Princess Diana movie. This is your Squiz today. We're starting today with some stats, lots of job stats, in fact, that show just how much COVID-19 has thrown out our economy. Official figures released yesterday by the Bureau of Statistics show that more than 835,000 jobs have been lost since the start of March, and that includes 227,700 in May. Claire, where does this see our unemployment rate? It's at 7.1% in May. It's risen since April, which recorded 6.2%. And of course, this is a big jump on where we were at at the start of the year and where we'd sort of hovered for the last few months before that, where it was around the 5 to 5.2%. It's the highest rate since late 2001. And what's happened over the last couple of months uh, has seen the biggest shedding of jobs over two months since 1970. These unemployment stats only tell a part of the story, though. They measure people looking for work. The real picture is actually much worse. And that's because analysts know that there are a lot of people who have left the job market. They're not actively seeking work, and that means they're not counted in this official unemployment number. Also, there's a lot of people on the job keeper payment, uh, and they're officially employed because they're still connected right. to their employer. Uh, what happens to them when that payment comes off uh, in the coming weeks or months uh, is yet to be seen. So there's a big underlying factor there. It's hitting women and young people the worst. Nearly half of the job losses, so around 44%, were for Australians aged under 25. If anything, these stats have put a laser focus into the government. And that's what Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, said yesterday, that no matter all the other noise about all the other stuff, uh, what Australia must do is get people back into work. The hope is that those young people particularly will be able to be connected with employment fairly quickly once things like restaurants, uh, events, hospitality, all of those sectors get back up and running with coronavirus restrictions lifted. But there's certainly a long way to go, and Scott Morrison says that it might be up to five years to really catch up to where we used to be. One lever the government is trying to pull is in tertiary education. The cost of job-focused degrees such as teaching and nursing, science and agriculture will have their fees lowered, while humanities will go up by as much as 116%. Education Minister Dan Tien will have more details on that announcement today. Over to the US and the now former police officer who shot and killed 27-year-old black man Rashad Brooks has been charged with murder and aggravated assault. Jared Rolfe is his name. He's accused of shooting Brooks twice in the back after Brooks grabbed his taser gun and ran. That incident, of course, saw a wave of violence in Atlanta over the last week just as protests there were starting to calm following the George Floyd killing about three weeks ago now. If convicted, Rolfe could face life in prison or the death penalty. 
Still in the US and one event that looks to be back on the cards are campaign rallies. President Donald Trump will hold his first one in Tulsa in Oklahoma this Saturday. The campaign team says more than a million ticket requests were made for the 19,000 seat venue, indoor venue. Might be a bit hard to social distance here, Claire. Can't do it. And of course, there's been a lot of people saying a lot of things about that, that the US isn't ready to hold these big events and that the president certainly shouldn't be leading one. But they haven't done one of those rah-rah rallies since March. And of course, with a presidential election coming up in November, they're really getting short of time to get this election campaign back on track. Also going ahead, but with a few changes, is the US Open. It's scheduled now for late August, early September, but there are a string of changes proposed to make it as COVID safe as possible, Claire. What they're going to do is cut the qualifying rounds. They're also cutting the mixed doubles and the junior tournaments. A lot of top players have had things to say about that this week, including our world number one, Ash Barty, who's a bit concerned about going to play there. Plenty of the top players are, but Serena Williams says that she is. Others say that they will have to because they really need to make a living. One top player who really isn't happy about it is Dylan Alcott, the wheelchair tournament tournament has also been cut. He's furious at the organisers, blasting them for discrimination as he says no players were consulted about the cut. It'll definitely be a different looking tournament, no fans or qualifying rounds, electronic linesmen and ball kids cut from six to three per match. They'll be kept very busy. A quick message now from our podcast partner, Origin Energy. From the 1st of July, Origin is reducing the price of electricity for most of its customers in New South Wales, Queensland and South Australia. If you'd like to check out Origin's competitive energy plans, head to originenergy.com.au. You can make the switch to Origin in as little as three minutes. I'll put the link to Origin's website in your episode notes as well. In some entertainment news now, Claire, Kristen Stewart, she of Twilight fame, has been cast to play Princess Diana in a new movie. And look, there's been another go at having a biopic look at Diana's life. Uh, One was done in 2013 that starred our own Naomi Watts, but one critic remarked that Wesley Snipes in a blonde wig would have been more convincing. It was widely panned, that that version. Uh, This version, though, yeah, has Kristen Stewart. It also has uh, director Pablo Larin, who is a Chilean director. He made Jackie, if you saw that, about Jackie. Oh, yeah. Onassis Kennedy. With Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's it's a really great movie. So fingers crossed they do something with this. But, gee, there's a lot of pressure to try and pull mm. off uh, a movie about uh, the woman who really was the most famous in the world in that time. The People's Princess. Over to Friday Lights now, and I've been on a bit of a porridge kick lately, so I'm intrigued by this recipe for baked porridge that you've included. Well, you'll have to give it a go. It's something that I've been doing for a little while. I don't do it every weekend, but on a Saturday night from time to time, you prep it. It only takes about three minutes or so to prep on a Saturday night, and then come Sunday morning, you can feel very smug when you put it in the oven and cook up something delicious. It looks very artisanal. It's a bit nutty. You've got your dried fruits, got a little bit of spice in it and it's really delicious. 
And we talked last week about $1,000 haircuts. This week, we're going to the opposite end of the follicle. You've included a link about how to take care of a bald head. Look, I have plenty of people with bald heads in my life, and I never (laughs) knew that you could still get dandruff when you were bald. I thought, like, you just sort of polished it off and that was it. But I was sort of morbidly intrigued. So, um, yes, the guide was more fascinating, I guess, than practical or applicable to my life anyway. (laughs) You can check that one out in the squiz today if it's applicable or of interest to your life as well what's the subject line today the subject line i've gone for today is a classic gene pitney song and the lyric is uh, i can never 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 go home again that is a lyric from uh the burt Bacharach classic 24 hours from tulsa okay i don't even know either of those people (laughs) you would know burt (laughs) Bacharach's song uh you know what the world needs now is love sweet love oh okay say a little prayer all of those classics okay, are his okay. and 24 Hours from Tulsa is, uh, yeah, a, a really good one. Well, and that is exactly how far we are from that rally for Donald Trump that will be held on Saturday night. Now you get what I was thinking. <laughs> for once. Thanks for making it simple <laughs> on a Friday. It's my pleasure. That's all from us this week. Happy Friday. Have a wonderful weekend and we will be back with you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.